Hey team, this is Grant David Collins, and welcome to Basement Philanthropy, a place where people do not want to wait until they are rich or retired to create meaning, impact, and connection with their time, talents, and money, regardless of the amount. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the power of kindness, so let's get started. It's interesting for me to start to develop a relationship with you, the audience. Now, I I don't know all of you. I I know some of you because of the work that we do within our community here. But what I've started to notice is as as I think about you, the audience, and, and I'm going about my day saying, what would connect with them? How can I help or support them in their giving journey as I'm going through my own? Uh, it It's really started to, to move me. It, it started to create what I would describe as a relationship between you and myself here on this, this podcast. So I'm just excited that you're here. Like every week I sit down at this uh, station that I have that has my microphone and camera and everything and and I look into the lens and and I'm starting to imagine you, starting to imagine what what you look like, what uh, you're feeling, the the challenges that you're facing in your life on top of the giving that you are attempting to be a part of. And it's just inspiring me. Like I, I want you to know that you showing up and listening has a a big impact on on this side of the equation. So yeah, I just just kind of you know, want to, want to acknowledge you, want to be with you, want to say hello, uh, in some respects. And, uh, I'm really excited about what we get to chat about today and to kind of start things off. Uh, what you should know is that on my computer screensaver, there is a quote and, and this is what that quote says. It says that kindness is the language which both the deaf can hear and the blind can see. And this quote is is often attributed to Mark Twain, but there is actually no evidence that he ever said anything close to this quote. But that's, I guess, how you know you're a good writer is when people are just like, oh, that sounds like a Mark Twain Twain quote. But regardless of of who who said that, it, it's a really great and and moving quote. And and the reason why I love it is because this this sentence or or this this statement highlights something that i have found to be personally true and that is that that kindness can transcend or or get above all barriers that usually get in the way of connecting us with each other now being kind is is free being kind is impactful and and maybe most importantly being kind can change someone's world in what I would describe as a blink of an eye scenario. And this last week, I, I had one of those experiences, and I want to share it with you as part of the podcast today. So Austin, who is a member of our community, and I were on our way to meet with one of the leaders of the Make-A-Wish Foundation here in Utah. They have chapters all over the United States. We were meeting with the people here in Utah. And we're driving down the freeway, and, and all of a sudden, 
all of the lights. And when I mean all of them, I truly mean that every light on my dashboard, every warning light decided to go off at the same time. And we're in the middle of the freeway. We're, we're already kind of cutting our time a little bit close when it came to meeting this appointment. So it's definitely not the situation that you want to be in. But after some quick improvising of, of what we could do, we, we left my car in a parking lot and we got back on our way to make a wish. And on the Uber ride over, uh, I made a quick phone call to a friend who lives near this area that we were going to be at. And I asked if she was available to come drive us to my car after we got done with Make-A-Wish. And thankfully, she she jumped at the idea. In fact, she was really excited to hear from us and, and grateful that we had called her, which was just kind of a, an interesting experience in of itself uh, to be greeted with asking someone, like, you think you're going to, like, take them out of the way, and what comes back is this, like, wave of kindness, like it was, it was pretty incredible. So about a, an hour after we had had our original phone call, she rolls in the parking lot and she even had brought us some snacks. Like she, she had the wherewithal to be like, Hey, my friends have had kind of a rough couple hours. I'm going to bring them snacks. Yeah. She's, she's incredible. Well, um, after we, we got, um, got, kind of things situated and I got my car towed to the shop. Um, I made another phone call to my roommate to come and pick me up from the train station. I was going to get my way over to this public transport and I asked him if, if he could come and pick me up in a couple hours after I got kind of done with everything. And he responds and says, hey, well, like, why don't I just come pick you up? And this was going to be about an hour, an hour and a half round trip. And I didn't expect him to do that. That's not why I called him. But really, like, it it was it was incredible to just have people kind of, in some ways, like, dump kindness um, all over the situation that, that I was facing. And what could have been this really crappy and frustrating and, and just terrible situation— became one that that I could work through. And it was all because of the kindness of others that were surrounding me. And I noticed that there was a power in opening yourself up to let others be kind and, and that there was an actual um, movement or, or choice that one makes in order to allow people to be involved. Like I, I could have just, you know, Ubered all over the place, or I could have just said, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to bother people. And I'm just going to try and do this all my, by myself. And man, what, what I would have missed out on was feeling the kindness and support of the people around me and allowing them to have the same experience. And I saw in this this moment that the kindness really is this win-win situation for everyone that is involved or or it it can be. And so based on this experience of of kindness that I had, I decided to walk down this path of learning a little bit more uh, about the space and and I came across a study conducted by researchers at Oxford University. 
And and this study wanted to find out uh, two things. Number one, if proactive kindness over a short span of time, seven days, would increase someone's happiness. And the second part of the study dug into if there were any differences, any, any notable differences between the effects of kindness to different recipients, such as friends or strangers. The results indicate, and and now I'm reading from the study, that performing kindness activities for seven days increases one's happiness. And in addition, the researchers reported a positive correlation between the number of kind acts and the increases in happiness. And they also found in the other, the, the second part of the equation that they put to this study, that there was no difference across experimental groups, suggesting that kindness to strong ties, to weak ties, and to self, as well as observing acts of kindness, have an equally positive effect on one's happiness. So in essence, Yes, being proactively kind over seven days makes you happier. And no, it does not matter if it is across social connections or third-party acts of kindness that, that being proactively kind makes one happier. And isn't, isn't it strange that, that so many of us are, are looking for greater happiness in our lives? And instead of turning to kindness, we, we first turn to everything but kindness. I mean, how many of us have, when, when we're faced with anxiety or, or depression or loneliness, how many of us immediately turn to social media and, and we try and, and fix our connection woes? When, when the science is very clear about the likely negative outcome that will come to transitioning or, or to connecting on social media. And, and the science is equally clear about kindness and its ability to create and improve us as individuals and as a society in, in terms of our happiness. Like, isn't that strange? And kindness has been around for a lot longer than social media. And, and I do the same thing. Like I'm saying this is strange because I do the exact same. I've, I've recently had like these resurgence into Facebook of, of all platforms. Like I don't even like Facebook and yet I find myself on it more and more lately. So likely nothing that I've, I've said so far in this podcast is new. And in a lot of ways, we all know these things intuitively through our own experiences. And what I've noticed is that the kindness has become almost so cliche that, that it often gets shoved under the rug with other true and impactful cliches like you can't judge a book by its cover and good things come with time. And like, yeah, I, I judge books by its cover all, all the time. And I, I can hardly wait for things to happen in my life. And, and it's, it's just in, insane that, that these cliches were like, oh, yeah, that's cliches. So I'm just going to throw it out. Um, the, these things really start getting in the way, and, and they start to get in the way of our kindness as well. And, and so I really didn't have this great relationship with kindness. Like, I thought it was, yeah, like, it's great. It's important to do. But earlier this year, I, I, I came across a book and a movie 
that really helped me start to flip that cliche and into something that I am involved with on a more regular basis. The, the book is called the, the Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse by Charlie McCasey. And if you're, you're watching the YouTube video, you'll see that I'm holding up that book for you to see. And, and the movie by the same title was, was so powerful to both the audience and the critics that it actually won an Academy Award for the best animated short film. And, and based on how it moved me, my opinion is that it should have won almost every award. And I won't spoil the book for you or, or the movie, but I, I do want to share a couple quotes from it. So, so you can start to see why it is such a moving experience for me in terms of my relationship with kindness. So, so here are a couple quotes from the book. I'm so small, said the mole. Yes, said the boy, but you make a big difference. What do you think success is? Asked the boy. Love, said the mole. Being kind to yourself is one of the greatest kindnesses, said the mole. We often wait for kindness, but being kind to yourself can start now. Sometimes I think you believe in me, more than I do, said the boy. You'll catch up, said the horse. Nothing beats kindness, said the horse. It sits quietly beyond all things. And last but not least, my favorite quote from the book. What do you want to be when you grow up, said the mole. Kind, said the boy. Isn't that a, an incredible take on kindness? Like, just just listen or, or feel the, the impact of that last quote. Let me read it one more time. What do you want to be when you grow up, said the mole. Kind, said the boy. In all of the professional development and the thinking and dreaming about my career, I never once thought to say, when I grow up, I want to be kind. And it, it's, it's been so impactful and so moving that, that I actually bought another copy of this book that I have cut up and I'm hanging some of those quotes from the book on my wall because it has just drove me to think about, you know, what is the experience that I want from other people? And, and that experience seems to be, I just want people to have an experience of me being kind. And so if you've never read or, or heard of this book before, I would invite you to go and check it out or, or watch the short film because I have a feeling that it will have just as powerful as an effect on, on you as it has on me. And, and I have kind of made this book one of, one of the books that I hand out to people. I've, I've bought a couple copies and, and anytime I, I see an opportunity to hand it out or to share its message... I, I'm doing it because of how incredibly impactful it has been. Like the horse says, kindness does sit quietly beyond all things. And, and if we reach out and, and take advantage of it, kindness can, can quietly change us and those we come 
in contact with. So to close things off this week, um, instead of giving you an example of reachable giving that you can potentially go out and and do, uh, I want to instead extend an invitation for you to join me in recreating the kindness study that I mentioned earlier. So for the next seven days, I am going to be proactively creating ways to be kind within the categories that the study outlined. And and those categories, once again, are kindness within strong social ties, weak social ties, novel acts of kindness, and observed acts of kindness. And so I can be personally accountable to this. I'm going to write down each act in a brief five to six sentence blurb documenting what I did and how it made me feel. I hope that you'll join me. Well, team, that's it for me. Let's go out into the world and create good with our time, talents, and money, regardless of the amount, and and start to layer in this intention of kindness into our everyday lives together. Talk soon.